Do you like the great outdoors? Are you or are you looking to be a master bow hunter, king of the hill in archery? You're in the right place. Welcome to Bow Hunter Planet. It's the Bow Hunter Planet podcast, recorded live in the BHP Studios, Detroit, Michigan, with your host, Team BHP. The BHP podcast is proudly presented by Vanguard Outdoors. Learn more at vanguardworld.us. Welcome to Bow Hunter Planet podcast. I'm here, Kevin Conlon, with Bob McGee and Tim Mazarana, and today we're going to be talking about how the deer hunting season is going so far. With uh, Tim telling us a little bit about his adventures up north and the taking of uh, a nice doe. Yeah, so it's um, man, it's been it's I can't believe the season so far in already, and we're sitting uh, almost a gun season in Michigan already, and uh, the time has just flown by. It's gone real quick. Yeah, a lot of time left, and. Uh, but yeah, I had I had some good success this year. Actually, um, probably one of the best years that I've had for for seeing for seeing deer. Um, mostly doe at that, but definitely for seeing deer. Um, yeah, I, I was out. Uh, where do we want to start here? I was out um, actually a couple times this year. So, well, I guess I'll do a look, really quick recap of uh, of the first hunt, and then we'll we'll talk about the, the successful one. Um, so you know, hunt up north, uh, you know, nice property that, uh, you know, John Cedar is a part of up there and, um, I get the privilege of hunting it in, uh, 500 acres up in, up in, uh, upper lower Michigan. And we went out, uh, so first trip we went out, it was, um, opening day week. So we, we got out, uh, first thing and, um, that weekend it was just warm. I mean, the weather just wasn't, it was not cooperating, um, you know, from a standpoint of like seeing big bucks or anything like that. But it was for, for an opening day, um, hunt and this uh, opening day was on a Sunday this year. It was, um, one of the most successful sets I saw just in, just in the morning alone, 17 different well, 17 deer total, 14 different deer. Wow, that's pretty good, especially with that kind of weather because early in the season, that's one nice thing is you got some nice weather, but yeah. the bad thing is usually the deer aren't moving when it's that warm, and and then if they are moving, half the time you're asleep in the tree. No, that's exactly it. That's exactly <laughs> it. So, yeah, I mean, just the, I mean that morning it was absolutely crazy. Seventeen deer, um, you know, waiting a little bit, spooked them a little bit, trying to get used to, you know, being there and all that. And uh, you know, I would say I was spooked a couple times, but um, or you know, they they picked up on me a couple times, but just kind of waiting uh, to see what was around. And uh, I mean, I, that morning, not only the deer, but um, bobcats running around coyotes running around all that stuff so wow that sounds good yeah. yeah it's funny you say that about spooking them you know getting it's funny how the beginning of the season the first couple of hunts you're like not you're not, not locked to. in yeah you know you've been off for almost a whole year and or you know seven eight months and and then all of a sudden you're out there and you're excited yeah but as the season goes on that's one of the things i like is is I, I start locking in. You and, learn that calmness. And I just get, yeah. you know, I get one with nature. Well, I'd say it was like, I was like a kid in a candy store, right? I sit down and it's just deer after deer after deer after deer after deer. And it was, I mean, it was great to see. Um, but that's exactly right. It's like a kid in a candy store. You're like, oh, what am I going to do? Am I, I going to take one this early? Should I wait? Should I not wait? You know, all that kind of stuff. So, um, so that morning, nothing happens. Um, 
you know, so I we go back the evening hunt, and you know, at that point, it's like seventeen deer. It's like it's really early in the season. You know, might as well take a doe. You know, and 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 do it that way. So we, I'm sitting, and there wasn't a lot um, actually that night. There really wasn't much coming out um, at all. It was a pretty slow night, but there was um, a lone doe that was a pretty decent size that ended up that ended up coming in. Um, so I'm watching her and by that time, you know, I got my composure back and watching, you know, watching the deer come in, I'm nice and still and, and waiting for her and ranger and, um, she's at 30 yards and uh, I take the shot and I hit her. It was a good shot and watch the video after. And so, you know, good, good hunter and wait a couple minutes. So I waited about 20 minutes and I went out and to, to go retrieve my arrow. And, uh, as soon as I grab my arrow, um, I see her head pop up and she runs. Oh, wow. Yeah. What, what were you hunting with? So this year, yeah, good good question. So equipment-wise, what, what I'm running with this year is the Excalibur Bulldog 400. Um, okay. So they're, they're bigger, they're bigger bow that they, uh, that they're crossbow that they have. Uh, but I love that thing. For me, for my, for my arm length and everything, it fits so nicely and it shoots so nicely. Um, you know, we sighted it in, I think, you know, a couple of days before, and that thing was, was pretty dead on. I have no issues with it whatsoever. So um, shooting that, shooting the um, just their their standard Diablo bolt, um, you know, made made by Excalibur with the Luminoc, uh, with the Luminoc on it. Um, they come that way in the in the packs. And uh, just your, I mean, that's really it, right? Bolt and, bolt and crossbow. So What about your broadhead? Sorry, yeah. So broadhead, it's a dead ringer. So shooting dead ringer this year, and uh, the thing, I mean, it blew right through. It blew right through it. Hundred grain. Hundred grain. Yep. Shooting a hundred grain broadhead on that. Um, Were you uh, in a tree or ground blind? Uh, in that spot. So where where I sit at, there's a there's a big open field. Um, it's a rye field actually, and I sit off to the uh, to the northeast corner of it, and there's not really a lot of trees around. So I'm in a ground blind, tucked into some shrubs. Okay. So yeah. I am sitting on the ground. Um, got a good view of pretty much the whole, you know, a really big area, but I am on the ground for this. For so this you had hunt, some, so. you had some cameras running, so you got to look at the shot. Or I no? did, yeah. Okay. I ran, ran with the camera uh, inside my, in my, inside my ground pond, and then I got some GoPros out. So yeah, after I took the shot, mm-hmm. I looked at it, and I mean, I hit her right. I mean, I, I probably hit the back side of her shoulder, but it, but it went. I mean, those crossbows, it's four hundred feet per second. I mean, it blew right, right through her, right. So I mean, it looks like a great shot on camera. Mm-hmm. Um, and that's why, you know, I waited a little bit, normally do. And when I went out and I, I grabbed my arrow, um, it was, it, it, I mean, it, it looked decent, good blood on it and everything. And uh, I just saw her head because where I'm at, there's a little hill, and she went, she ran right, you know, behind the hill. So I didn't know where she went. So I waited. And uh, went over and right at the end of that hill, her head popped up and she was. How far? She went. How far away was she? She ran from the I mean, spot when she I popped, shot her. When she popped up, how far? Yeah, she you? was only probably about thirty yards. Okay, so okay. she was pretty close. So she didn't go far. She laid down and she didn't go far. She laid down. I saw her run off around a tree. I'm like, all right, fine. We'll pack it in. We'll we'll head into head into camp and we'll come back out in a little bit. Let her sit a little bit longer. What time is this? I shot her. Around six o'clock. So that's that's one. Sun, that, you know, that's last a, shot's probably seven thirty. That's another nice thing about hunting early, early mm. season is you probably got till almost ten o'clock daylight, right? Or nine, uh, no, nine? I think it, I think it was probably more nine. No, um, what was it? I, I want to say it's probably more like eight. Okay, 
but still, but it, I mean, two hours left in the hunt, right? Yeah. 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 So I, we head in, I headed in, everybody comes back, um, you know, everybody comes into camp and we go back out to, to, to look for, um, right after dark. Right. So we go back out to try and find her and we're looking and we get first blood, you know, we saw where she laid down, we get first blood and there's, you know, there's some blood where she was, um, where she was laying down the first time. And obviously she wasn't there, so we're following the trail, and we go another, like, 30, 40 yards, and we see where she laid down again. And there's another, you know, big, nice, nice, you know, spot of blood there, and but she's not, she's not there. So we start following this blood trail, and we follow it, and we follow it, and we follow it, and we follow it, and we must have gone... Um, another, I would say, 300 yards. No, I don't like where this story's going. And, like, we're at the point where, like, I mean, she's not, like, I mean, we're going to we're gonna do our due diligence, right? And we're going to find her, but we're not expecting, we're expecting to see her. We're right. expecting to jump her, and we're expecting this to be, like, either she's not going down or, or, or it's going to be a long night. After 300 yards, her. you still got good blood? After 300 yards, it was not good blood. Okay. Um, but we still had blood, and we were still on blood. And we lost it for a while, but we picked it back up. And eventually, we do find her, and there was nothing left of her. Coyotes. Yeah. Oh, boy. So she was, it was nothing but bone left of her. And we didn't put two and two together. You know, you're, at the time, you're, you're, it, it's hindsight's twenty twenty. But at the time, when I was walking out, and, and granted, remember, that, that morning, I'm, I saw a coyote that morning, and it was chasing a deer. I mean, yeah. they, you know, so they, they were around. Right. And when I was walking out, I could hear maybe 100 yards behind where I was shooting. She went the other direction. Um, a pack of coyotes. I mean, they were yipping, yelling, all that stuff. As I was walking in, you know, after after I jumped her and you know oh. decided to pack it in and walk in. So, I, what ended up happening is, you know, as soon as I left, those coyotes were on her, and she. I they guarantee broke. you, she would have been down the second spot she laid down, yeah. but those coyotes jumped. They her jumped her and finally caught up to her and just just took her out. Wow. So, um, so that was deer number one. Deer, uh, deer number two was um, towards the end of end of October, so really cold. I mean, it, it got this is this is the, the period of time and you know down in the 30s at night and 40s during the day, so it's perfect weather. Um, a lot of deer moving. Um, this, this hunt was a Wednesday through Sunday hunt, and um, coming up on Wednesday, I, I got there on Wednesday, so I hunted the Wednesday night, saw some deer. Um, small, you know, does and those and yearlings and, you know, I, so I passed and they were, you know, the, the does were pretty decent, but just not worth, you know, not worth it. Want to see, you know, if bucks are running and that kind of thing. So I sit, the, sit there Wednesday night, um, Thursday morning, uh, saw a couple more, nothing, nothing big. Um, Thursday night, same thing. Friday, just completely, there's just nothing. Like you've, so. been, you've been hearing any coyotes during this time? No, which is which which we were looking. So okay, so so back back to the first hunt. So after we sh- after I shot the doe the first night, the next night I, I wasn't deer hunting. We set up a spot and we we were trying to hit some coyotes because <laughs> I was a little, getting a little bit a little bit of revenge. But unfortunately, they were too full from the meal that I gave them, and they didn't want to play. So yeah. 
we didn't get any. But um, yeah, so that that yeah, so the next one there wasn't there wasn't any coyotes running around, um, probably because we had more guys on the property at that time. Yeah. Um. So they're you know they're they're they were just pushed out of the area. Um. So come we're so we're coming to the the Friday night hunt, and you know not seeing anything Friday morning at all, and and we have bunch of guys out on the property um nobody is seeing bucks i mean there's just nothing running around um you know we saw i i saw a spike uh, another guy saw i think a four point and that was it and and these guys some of the guys were up there hunting you know days before i was so at that point you kind of make the decision okay take a doe and you know go in and, and go from there um so friday night it's pretty slow but there's a there's a lone doe that comes in and actually, I'm sorry, it wasn't a lone doe. It was a doe and like a like a two year old. Um, so there's a pretty decent one and then then a pretty small one. And uh, yeah, I'm waiting. And she comes in almost identical to how the first one came in. She comes in, she comes to my left. She comes in about 40 yards and works her way in to about 30. And you know, a ranger take the shot and there you go. Now. She runs the opposite direction this time. So she doesn't run over the hill. I, I see her. She she I shoot her. She jumps. She um, runs back where she came from, which is about 60, 70 yards across the field and back across the two track to the other side um, of the property. So I'm like, here we go again. <laughs> <laughs> Don't know where she went. Not sure what happened. And this was an early hit. I mean, I, it, this is sunset at this time is probably around uh seven seven fifteen and i got her about five so okay. i'm sitting there and i go out and i'm i i wait in half hour and i go out and find try and find my arrow can't find it anywhere so i'm like oh don't know what do i do so i'm looking at the camera again it was i mean it was a great shot so i, I sit a little bit longer nothing happening you know so i i go back and i'm looking so now i'm just hitting it hard because it's getting close to to dark and i'm i'm looking for my arrow got the luminoc on there but nowhere to be seen and i i think i buried there's a there's a bunch of like really big grass like grass piles all along the hill i think i probably just buried it in there and that's why i couldn't find it um so i head back in grab some guys and we head out and i'm just i'm just expecting this like like this drawn out search for her you know and we get out there i got a couple guys park and and we hit blood right away right on the two track where she jumped across hey guys dave from the bowhunter planet podcast we're looking for cool hunting stories from you we want to hear your story if you have a cool story and you want to submit it for a chance to be featured on the podcast send us an email at team at bowhunterplanet.com with your story there's a good chance you could be invited on to the podcast hey Enjoying the hunt, and hit a little bit more blood, a little bit more blood, and 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 we're looking around, and all of a sudden, everybody's like, "Dude, she's right there." <laughs> she let she like ten yards after the track in some yeah. shops. She just she laid down, awesome. uh, and she was done. So, but she was uh, she was I, I do have to I do have to brag a little bit. Um, she was the biggest deer on the pole that that uh that weekend so i was i was pretty proud about that one where uh where was the hit on that one so she i got i i double lunged and hit the heart nice so it was i mean it was a great but that's what that's what's that's what's surprising though is like oh how far they can go yeah yeah i mean it's it it, she she went 80 yards right all the way across the rye field all the way across you know 10 yards deep into the woods and 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 it's just like holy cow it really makes you 
appreciate what adrenaline can do. It does. You no. hear all these stories about people lifting cars off people and stuff. Adrenaline. Yeah, but then I hear stories about like how John Cedar and Dave, like they shoot a deer, it just falls over. <laughs> Not my deer. Every once in a while it happens. <laughs> you uh you got that thing all butchered up. You tasted it yet? Yeah, it's delicious. We had some deer we had some venison steaks the other night, um, with with the kids. Uh which I'm which I'm blessed. I know a lot of people that hunt, um, you know, their family won't eat it. Um, but my family loves it. Uh-huh. So we yeah, uh, we, we had it the other day. I make this um this homemade rub. Nice. Um, and it is brown sugar and a bunch of spices and everything like that. And uh, it, it was amazing. So That's what it's all about, man, putting yeah. some meat on the table. You know, That's I it. mean, where else? You can't go to the grocery store and get get uh, mm-hmm. meat like that. You know, it's all full of chemicals and everything else. Yeah. You you got some good, healthy, lean venison meat. The most organic awesome. meat that you can get, too, yeah. right? I that's mean, a, that's, that's a great story. That's man. what you want. So, yeah, it's been exciting. So, so you done now? Are you going I'm back out? Or? Absolutely not done. Okay. There's no way. Um, you know, seeing what I saw, it, it's it, it's great, but I got to get back out there for that buck. Yeah. You know, you got to get back out there, and and, and you got to find those. And yeah. I'm just not. I'm not. I'm not ready to give up yet. Well, so. cold cold weather's coming. The it snow is. is coming tonight, and. Uh, uh, almost, Should be good hunting, Wheeler. I was driving down the road with my wife the other day, and uh, all of a sudden, and this is like in the city mm-hmm. near a park, and all of a sudden this deer comes running out of the woods. I go, look out, look out, you know. Yeah. And she she takes her foot off the gas, and then the deer ran back into the woods. Well, she started accelerating again. I'm like, look out, because right behind her is a, a huge 10-point. Is that I mean, right? Just, that's a chase. And fortunately for us, the doe hadn't crossed the road. She darted back into the woods, and he followed that exact path. Should have said speed up. Well, <laughs> yeah, lose, lose a Cadillac for a buck. I don't know, you know. So anyway, it was... Uh, they're chasing. That's that's the point. So now's yeah. the time to get back out there. This this thing was right on her, yeah. and and yeah, that was a nice buck. But yeah. there's no hunting where where that buck was. So we have to go up north it's and a find them. City buck, right? Yeah, that's why they get so big. Yeah. So. Yeah. So it was. I mean, it was it was just amazing hunt. I mean, they, they couldn't speak you know more highly of Excalibur. I've been a huge fan of Excalibur. Um, for a long time, and this is actually the first year that I that I've used an Excalibur for a hunt. I mean, we we've played around with them, we we've, we've tested them in the past, um, but never used one um, for an actual you know hunting situation. And uh, I couldn't have been more impressed with them. Fantastic so, bow, yeah. yeah, crossbow, yeah. And as you guys know, I've always preached about Excalibur. Number one, because of the simplicity. Mm-hmm. Number two, it, they make a heck of a product. Yeah. Well, and I think the simplicity is is the absolute key. Because you look at the bow, um, you really can't do much damage to it. No, you can drop it out of a tree stand yeah. 20 feet up and climb down, pick it up, and use it. Yep. And just the fact that you can you can decock the bow as well without shooting it is absolutely huge. Yeah. So, I mean, you're you're able to to go out there, do your hunt, decock it without shooting it, no wear and tear there. Um, you know, go out and just do it again, and uh, it's just you know time after time after time. I've never had any issues with it, and um, I love them, so it's good. Well, that's a great story, and uh, f- there's plenty of time left for people to get out there and make their own stories. So we're gonna go ahead and wrap this up, and we'll see you next time on Bow Hunter Planet podcasts. 
Thanks so much for listening to the Bowhunter Planet podcast online at bowhunterplanet.com with your host, Team BHP. Check us out on Facebook at Bowhunter Planet. We'll catch you next time. Say goodbye to your credit card rewards. Greedy corporate mega stores, led by Walmart and Target are pushing for a law in Congress to take away your hard-earned cash back and travel points to line their pockets. The Durbin Marshall credit card bill would enact harmful credit card routing mandates that would end credit card rewards as we know it. If you love your credit card rewards, tell your lawmakers, hands off my rewards. Tell them to oppose the Durbin Marshall credit card bill.